The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Feel Free. Many of you are messaging me about the plant-based tincture Feel Free. A lot of you guys are loving it. It is amazing. It's like euphoric vibes. I cannot wait to take it when I'm not pregnant. I would recommend starting with a tiny sip. Before I was pregnant, I like to do half a bottle twice a week, but I definitely started out with a sip. It tastes kind of pineapple-y. I like the taste. It's good. And it has kava root in it, okay? Obviously, do your own research. Go on the site. Check it out. It's Botanic Tonics, and you can use code SKINNY40 for 40% off. 40% off is like our biggest offer. A lot of people are messaging me that they love this. Like I said, start off with a tiny sip. It is a plant-based tincture. It's an herbal supplement, so you don't want to overload at first. And it's so great if you want to like go on a walk, look at nature, maybe get some work done, do a workout. I can't wait. I'm just like dreaming about it after I have the baby. Anyways, use code SKINNY40 for 40% off at BotanicTonics.com. All right, let's get into the show. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! It's funny now that as I look back and in retrospect, like my parents had like what ended up being not a really... Like their marriage was kind of, you know, they, they they had like this open marriage and they were never really that happy or that in love, but they were best friends and they built a business together. I mean, the, the parallels are crazy, right? I realized that that is what I kind of modeled my marriage after. Is like we were best friends and we loved being together and we had a good time and we were a good match and then we were building the business together and, and it was really fun. And, and I thought that's like what it is and what you look for. Hello, hello. Ali Webb is back on the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast. She is the co-founder and the creative mind behind Drybar. Who doesn't know what Drybar is? I mean, it's like so efficient for my meetings. I'll go in there. I'll do a conference call. I'll get a blowout at the same time. Sometimes I'll do emails. I am obsessed with Drybar. And she also is a huge entrepreneur and investor. She's an author. She's a mother. And she's a badass. In this episode, we did something different with her. I feel like so many times when I've heard Allie be interviewed from everyone to the Lady Gang to Gary Vee to huge media outlets, I've heard about her entrepreneurial story. I wanted to go deeper with her. She came on with her ex-husband, Cameron Webb, on episode 60. Her life has changed exponentially since then. Her kids have grown up. Her entrepreneurial journey has changed and she has a new guy. And on this episode, you can expect to see Allie in a really different light. She's incredibly vulnerable. She talks about addiction, rehab, divorce, what she went through, and how she kind of pulled herself out of hell. She talks about therapy, and she's open. And I think you're going to find that this episode is a home run, especially if you're out there and you're struggling with something. I think it was cool to see her open up like this and not just show the Instagram highlights. She's obviously an incredible, successful businesswoman. I have had the pleasure of talking with her on a panel before, and she's mind-blowing. But to see this softer side of her was really refreshing, and it just shows you that you never know what someone's going through. On that note, let's talk with Allie Webb again. Like I said, founder of Dry Bar. She is also the president of Canopy Humidifiers. 
And she's a partner of Beckett and Quill, which is a super cute jewelry line. You have to check out their pearls. They're so cute. And she's a New York Times bestselling author. Allie, welcome to the show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. So I'm so excited that you're a part of Canopy. Thank you. Me too. It's major. It's been this weird, I think that I realized in retrospect that I've been searching for like a new thing that I could really sink my teeth into and something I felt really passionately about. And I've been trying other things and investing in businesses and doing all sorts of things. But it wasn't until the opportunity with Canopy came along that I was like, this is really fun. And I can really leverage my network, my experience, my know-how with like they're raising money right now with like getting into the beauty world more with getting in front of the right beauty people. And, you know, it feels like it's like the perfect thing for me based on my experience. And it was funny too, because it's like, humidifiers. And when they, when Justin first started talking to me about it, because I, I had a phone call with him under the guise of like, I want to start a new product, hair product line, which I was like lukewarm about because I was like, it's so oversaturated now, the, the hair market. And I was like, what am I going to do that's that different? But I was like still going through the motions. And then I had this call with Justin and he was like, I don't know if we're right, the right partner for you for hair, but let me tell you about Canopy. And I was like, I'd never heard of Canopy, which is great news. And then he said, they're humidifiers. And I was like, okay, why are you telling me about this? Like I didn't, it didn't connect for me at all. And he was like, well, humidifiers are really good for your skin. And one of our co-founders, his, his girlfriend has been using it and she uses like this shitty one religiously. So we decided to make a really good one. And then he told me about you and he told me about like all they're doing and how like, it's really amazing for your skin. And I literally, while I'm talking to him, I was looking at your Instagram. I went to Canopy Instagram. I'm like, the branding's good. The thing is really cute. The technology is amazing. And it's good for your skin, which by extension is good for your scalp. I'm like, I'm in. And within like a month, we had a deal. Well, it parlays exactly. It's almost like everything that you've done in the past has like set you up to do this because I think that people for a long time didn't look at humidifiers as a beauty tool. No. And they've always been a beauty tool. They always make your skin so hydrated. It's so good for your hair. Well, it makes sense. Like I grew up in South Florida. So it was like very humid and my, you know, it was good for my skin. I never thought about that though. And then it's like, you know, someone's like in Hawaii for a while or somewhere in the Caribbean and their skin looks amazing and they look younger. And and it like now it really connects for me. And once he started talking to me about it and then I spoke to Dendi, they're the dermatologist that's an advisor and she's amazing. And we have like, we've had so many great conversations or I'm like, this is awesome. And like she was telling me when she moved from, I think she was in South Carolina to New York, like she got really bad dry scalp, her son got eczema. And then she started using the canopies in all the rooms in their houses and it all cleared up, which is like, you got it. Like what? You can't believe the shit I've heard. And you'll probably appreciate this because now I talk to everybody that I meet about this because it's my business now. It's my thing. I mean, I feel like a co-founder, even though I'm technically not, (laughs) which I say to the guys and they're like, yeah, yeah, that's okay. (laughs) But I was, I was talking to this girl who has eyelash extensions, which I don't wear anymore, but you, you wear them. Yeah. I am not wearing eyelash extensions. I am wearing fake falsy drugstore fucking Ardell lashes individual. Wow, they but look good. When I take it off, it's like like Well, they don't really take off. She just they just kind of like fall off into the bed. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like a You're spider like, on Michael's pillow. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I drop them everywhere just to like lay my territory. <laughs> well, you, you've had eyelash extensions though, and you know how the glue it adheres to the lash, and that's what's what you know, whatever. Yes. So I was talking to this girl a couple months ago and she was like, my eyelash extensions were falling off all the time. And she lived in like Buffalo or super cold. And she said, 
my the girl who was doing it said, you got to get a humidifier because the reason your lashes are falling off and her, that was her complaint was her lashes were falling off more than normal in the winter because the glue was drying and cracking. And so the lash would fall off. I was like, what? Like the, the, the more people I talk to about a humidifier, the more people are like, oh, you know why I use it? And there's like, it's just like runs the gamut of like health and wellness and beauty that I'm like, this is the greatest invention. And I feel so like inspired to tell the world. Also, it used to be so ugly. We used to have yeah, one in our terrible. room that looked like a fucking vacuum. Yeah. And it's so attractive now. I mean, Michael, you you even love it too. We, we have it on our, every yeah, we got single night. We got them in the daughter's room. Yeah. Here. I know you have them around the office. Paige was just yeah. showing Everywhere. me. It's awesome. You yeah. know, it's funny because now that I've gotten involved, I have like very lofty ideas of things that I want to do from like- I'm sure Ali Webb has yeah. lofty ideas. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, so we have a bunch of things planned, but I'm like, I want you guys to figure out how to make an, like an, like almost like an AC unit, but that's a humidifier unit. So it does your whole fucking house. I mean, that's like a big undertaking and though they're probably going to kill me for saying that and be like, Ali, you know, but I, can you imagine? And I know that- We're speaking it into existence. Can here. we yeah. make it lacquered white with like a wood out but border. I don't even think, yeah, that would be amazing. But I don't even think you see it. It's like, you don't really see your air conditioner. Like we have the, what's the thing with the, the, the dial? Nest. The nest. Yeah, yeah, we have the nest, which is awesome. But it's like, can you imagine if you had a thing that was just in the walls that just pumped your house with the innovation? No, the innovation. It's That's like, just it's one like of many. When, it's like when I used to have to call the hairstylist and say, can I book a blowout? And they would be like, what's a blowout? And then you invent a dry bar. And I've never- Look at that back. seamless transition. I've washed, I have That's washed what a my- pro. No, but I really, I have never washed my hair since dry bar came out. Really? The innovation, you're very, you're very, very You know, we, all, we opened one of these in te- in Austin and we, we Lauren made us put it right next to the dry bar there, right there. Yeah. Is like, like a Dear Media yeah, studio? Like, so, no, it's there like, like I look at dry bar from the office now. <laughs> That's you know, amazing. You know, like we're red ashes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Right, literally right you there. really are- so selling time when you say ideas like the humidifier in the wall and dry bar saves time. I mean, I, I feel like you're very focused on saving people time and being efficient. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, that's what it's all about. It's like with the humidifier, I have two in our bedroom because we have like a pretty big bedroom with tall ceilings. So we keep two in it, which is we are, again, not really public knowledge, but we are making a bigger format one than the bedroom one. And we're making a smaller one and we're doing all sorts of shit. But it is like, you have to fill it up like every like 24 hours, which everybody has like their person in the house that fills them up. Like Ad- it's Adrian's job. He just kind of does it. Yeah. What, is that your job too? Who does it at your house? Who does it at, your, who does it at our house? Well, I guess it's me, right? Usually me. I'm going to be honest. I was distracted here because I was looking this up and I was like, I was, because we were talking before we started. And obviously we've had interaction multiple times throughout the years. But the last time you actually came on here, this is episode almost number four. We were at 54. podcast one. We're, this is almost yes. 460 episodes now. But I'm looking, it says you were on episode 60. So you're like, oh, gee. I, and I also, I remember you were like our first big guest that we had. Really? And, and, and sometimes when, you, when you're starting out as a podcaster and you get a big guest, it's not the right energy that you want. And you came in What she's so saying is it's never been the same since. We've had all these no. duds since you. Oh, right. <laughs> no, she you guys came in. She was so positive and so sweet. And you came on and it was such a good conversation. You guys have to go back and listen to that way before. That was with Cam, my ex-husband. That was with Cam, your ex-husband. So you have to catch the audience up. So, <laughs> so you're, you're... What's happened since then? Yeah, Not let's, much. Let's go it's back. pretty chill. You were married to Cam. Yes. Who you built Dry Bar with. Yes. He's like the creative genius behind her. Why did you guys decide to get divorced and how did that affect the business? Well, 
Gosh, that's so funny. By the way, just to backtrack for a second, I also felt like it was a big deal that I was able to be on your podcast, by the way, because you were like, you were still in San Diego then, but you were like, you're always at Dry Bar. You were like the beauty queen. And it's funny to see how, it's really cool to see how far you've come and what you've built because you were you were just getting started. But I remember like, oh, you were cool and you had a big following and you had all this beauty stuff. So anyways, the feeling was mutual. I'll take the compliment. So anyways, so yeah. So Cam and I divorced while well, we split up about three and a half, four years ago. And why? I mean, it was, we got married really young, but I feel like you guys have been together since you were like 12, you two, right? We have not been together since we were 12. I feel like this is a public service announcement. <laughs> I have her known way, him since he was 12. <laughs> was 12 the actual day? That was just a 12. Yeah, that we've was known just each other guess. since 12, but we have not been together that long. Like tw- 21 We've been together since 21. Since you were 21. Yeah. yeah. But you've known each other forever. Yeah. He was like my first blowjob. But <laughs> at 13. For sex too or no? not? Not for sex. Oh, Sorry, no. honey. No. Well, but even 21 is like, it's pretty amazing that you guys, you've lasted this long. It's it's hard, I think. You change so much from, from your 20s to your 30s and especially from your, 30 to your 30s to your 40s. And I, I think that like, I mean, obviously I'm pretty driven as a person and I was like, really wanting to find a husband and I really wanted to have kids. And like, I was like, all right, where is he? You know, and I met Cam and, and he's amazing. And he's this really, he was really sweet and smart. And I knew like we would have a good life together. And, and like, it was great. What I now know is like, I wasn't madly passionately in love with him the way I should have been or needed to be. And, and, and I only know that because I am now and it just feels different. What do you explain the difference? Like you want to fucking tear your new guys clothes off every second. I really do. Which is so weird to me because I really thought that I was just a very unaffectionate, didn't really love sex. Like I just thought, I mean, just to be real, that's really what I thought. Like I thought that was just who I was. And I think there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. And it was like, Cam and I were best friends and and we had a really great time together, which it's funny now that as I look back and in retrospect, like my parents had like what ended up being not a really like their marriage was kind of, you know, they, they, they had like this open marriage and they were never really that happy or that in love, but they were best friends and they built a business together. I mean, the the parallels are crazy. Right. But I realized that that is what I kind of modeled my marriage after is like, we were best friends and we loved being together and we had a good time and we were a good match. And then we were building the business together and, and it was really fun. And, And I thought that's like, what it is and what you look for. And I think with all of my boyfriends before I married Cam, I think I always got to this point where I was like, after like six months or so, I was like, "Mm, not less interested in sex. The novelty wore out. Like I was like, meh, you know? And so I just thought this was who I am as a person. Like I just, you know, and like, I don't know, some people are like asexual. Some people just don't really care about sex. And I just thought this is who I am. And obviously- But do you think it's really that they're asexual or don't care that they haven't found what you've now found? I can speak from experience here. There is nothing more overwhelming than moving to a new city and trying to find a doctor. Everyone has been here when you're trying to find the perfect doctor for you. Well, we solved this and I am so excited to introduce you to ZocDoc. It's a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them. So what's cool about this is when 
sometimes when you Google, like things will pop up that are not popping up for the right reasons. But with this, you get actual verified patient reviews and you can see what other real humans had to say about their visit. So when you walk in to that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. This is very important and it takes all the pain points out of it. You're finding someone who is right for you. That's the most important, right? You want to find the doctor who actually gets you. You find someone who can immediately take your insurance, understand your needs, and be available when you want to see them. So you're going to go to ZocDoc.com and you can choose a time slot and whether you want to see the doctor in person or a video visit. Just like that, you're booked. ZocDoc.com slash skinny and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours, which is amazing. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash skinny. ZocDoc.com slash skinny. ZocDoc dot com slash skinny and download the ZocDoc app for free. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash skinny. ZocDoc dot com slash skinny. I don't know. I, I mean, I can only speak for myself and know that I found something really different. And I don't know if it's because like I'm in my 40s and like your hormones change in your 40s, but I was just convinced that I was just a pretty like, this was like a good relationship. I just you know, I didn't need that part of it. And then I wanted to have kids and we had kids like a year after our marriage. So then it was like quick. the focus. Yeah, super quick, which is telling in retrospect, but I, we had kids. And so then the focus was on the kids and then the focus became on dry bar. And so we were distracted with all of these things and not paying close attention. And I just thought, again, this is just how marriage is. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, fireworks all the time. And this is just how it is. Obviously that didn't bode well for my marriage and Cam didn't like that about me. And so that was a problem that we dealt with on and on and on. And what do you mean? Like you, he wanted affection and you didn't? Yeah, basically. Did you guys have that conversation? Y- yeah, you know, and it just got to the point where it was like, it was shitty and it was shitty for him and it was shitty for me that I wasn't like fulfilling. What I did feel was like an obligation isn't maybe not the right word, but like when you're in a marriage, you're in a relationship, like you want it to be a two-way street and you're affectionate and loving with each other and you support each other in all the ways, you know? And, and there was a bit of like a hole for my affection towards him and my like, you know, how how I, how I think, or na- again, now I know because I'm in a relationship where it is super affectionate and I do want to have sex all the time. And I'm so super attracted to him. And like, like you said, and we're two and a half years in now. And I literally say to Adrian all the time, I'm like, it's weird. Like, I still like really want to have sex with you all the time. Like, w- it's weird. Like, I've never, ever experienced that in my life, even before Cam, all my other boyfriends. Like, I, so it's just been this, it's so interesting to me. And it's not like, I'm talking a lot about sex. And it's not obviously just sex. And and what I also learned is like, I think there's a level of intimacy that I have with Adrian that has nothing to do with sex. That is just, we're so super connected. And he's such a like, you know, he's this, he's like a very masculine man and very manly. And he like, you know, one of the first things he ever said to me was like, I want to be like a soft place for you to land. And like, you have a big personality. You have a big business. You're doing a lot of things. And like, you know, when I come home and to him, it's like, I can like, let it all down, like let my guard down. And I think that wasn't something I experienced as much in my marriage. And so I think the connection that we have is why, it's my best guess, that, that the, you know, the other stuff is there because we're so connected like emotionally and mentally in a way that I've never experienced. 
Do you have like an epiphany of why you decide to get divorced one day? Is it a one day thing or is it like slow build? I always think about this. Whoa, with whoa, whoa, divorce. Whoa, whoa, I'm like, wait, maybe do you <laughs> think, whoa, 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 do you think she got like, <laughs> no, no I, first I'm marrying. What is it? First I marry for love. Then yeah. I marry for money. Then I marry for companionship. Yes. So like my third husband. I'm the love one then. You're the love. Oh. I'll take that. Okay, (laughs) But I mean, I always think about this with divorce. Is it a one-time thing where you just wake up and you roll over and you think, oh, or is it like a slow build thing where you're just like, I just can't do this anymore? I think it's a slow build thing. It's interesting talking about all this because I haven't really talked about it that much. I've talked about it a little bit publicly and I just got a book deal to write my second book and it'll be very much about a lot of this and I'll break it down. And by the way, anything that I write about Cam, even in my book proposal, I sent to him to read and be like, can you just give me your blessing? I don't want to put anything out there that you're not comfortable with. And he's like, you say whatever you want, like, which was so sweet. You guys are in a good place. We are in a really good place. We weren't in the beginning, but, but to answer your question, it was a slow thing. And I knew pretty early on in the marriage, like within the first year, I was like, Oh, well, I don't know if this is how it's supposed to be, but you know what? I made this commitment. I love this man. I'm going to make it work. And I just felt like it was like my duty, my obligation, my, like I made a promise and I was going to keep it. But over the years, I just had this like nagging feeling that I kept suppressing that I was like, I just, is this it? And I remember like my mom died like six years ago and I would talk to my mom about it all the time. And, and because her marriage was a, wasn't a was like a real like passionate love marriage, but they were best friends too. You know, she was like, Cam's such a good guy and you should stay with him. And it, it takes work and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I I don't know, but I was like, all right, you know, and then we had the second kid and then we had dry bar. And so that we were, I was just constantly distracting myself, but I knew it was always in the back of my mind. And then when things started to change, which was like, now I know it was the beginning of like, I'm going to end this marriage was when like, honestly, like when, when dry bar was really thriving and we were raising a lot of money and I found myself in like meetings with like really interesting, powerful men. And I was like, oh, I like that. And Cam is amazing. And he's this really creative artist. And I was really into that forever. And then all of a sudden, I'm like 37 years old. And I'm like, I really like these like really smart guys who are like, well, you just different. I, I changed. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I mean, like from, from like wanting this like very like emo artist, you know, creative type, which it was really what I always went for to like, oh, I want a guy who's like got really like, under like understands business. And I was just so drawn. Not that I was like, for anybody, anybody who might be listening, it wasn't like I was like attracted to a certain guy in, the, in that world, but I was exposed to a very different type of man that I had never been exposed to. And I was like, I'm really into this kind of guy. And it just started making me think, you know, and then it was, I was like, okay, well that was in the back of my mind. And I started to feel like maybe I am, maybe I do want to have sex with people. And I was like, I'm definitely not going to cheat. Like I didn't want to go down that road. And, and then it was like, I mean, the way it actually happened because so all of this had been happening. So to your, to your question, it was like a slow thing, but then it happened all at once because I, I was like about to do like a big press tour. I was like going, I was traveling for like a week from like, I was in, I was actually going to Nashville or Austin, Nashville and Austin feel interchangeable to me, which is weird. I don't know why. No, they I, get it. I know I get that. They, right? Yeah. They do. I, we we kind of look at actually both cities. Yeah. In the beginning and they're both city. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And Nashville has become really near and dear to my heart for a bunch of reasons. But I was, 
I, and like, I, I was really trying to lose weight because I was going to be on TV a bunch and you know what that's like. And I was Which like, you did. I did. I got lose weight. I got. Holy shit. You got to give us your tips. Oh my God. Well, no, they're not good ones and they're <laughs> definitely not sustainable. And Do then, I have to get a divorce to lose weight after this baby? <laughs> Allie, Just been, a quick Allie, it's been great seeing you. Thanks for coming yeah, on the yeah. show. <laughs> She's got to go now. Um, well, you know, it was like Kelly Levesque, if you know really well, she was really helping me. And, and I just went, I mean, right before the divorce definitely took off a lot of weight. But before the divorce, I had actually lost like probably like 10 pounds. And Kelly really helped me with that. And it was really like, I just went from like eating whatever to eating really clean and eating a lot less and just fruits and vegetables and protein is, I mean, it really, you know, that's really the trick. So boring. I know. I know. Oh, God. But anyways, I have different feelings on it now, but I had lost some weight. And so I was feeling really good. And I was actually feeling like kind of like sexy again, which was at this point so lost on Cam because he was like completely shut down in that department. He was like, I don't, I, I don't even want to like really look at you anymore because I, because we, because our, our sex life was like, meh. it was kind of lost on him. I was like, oh, I, I look good and feel good and whatever. And so I, I get on a, I mean, <laughs> I literally was at LAX about to like get on the first plane to Na- it was Nashville and I'm sitting and I see this really hot guy in the airport and I was like oh and I was like whatever hot guy I see him and then whatever you know I'm never gonna see him again and then I get on the plane and he's sitting right next to me and I was like you gotta be fucking kidding me this I feel like I'm in a movie he's this drummer from this band and and he's like all tied up and he's like probably 10 years younger than me. But we ended up, to, I was like going to sleep on the plane. Like I had no makeup on, but I was skinny. And, and I was like, and you know that <laughs> feeling when you're like, I feel good about myself, but I, and I ended up talking to him for the whole flight and it was so flirty and it was so inappropriate. And I was like, oh, what did I just do? And even though I didn't technically do anything, but it did feel like a little bit like emotionally cheating. And then we get off the plane he, he Instagrams me, which is, you know, for how we get in touch with people that we didn't get their phone number. He Instagrammed me and he's like, hey, I, I'm going to be in LA for a show in a couple of weeks. You should come out and see it. And I was like, oh God. I'm like, oh man. And then I actually had my makeup artist traveling with me, which I never do, but she was with You're me. Like, Can you do my fucking makeup and, on the plane? No, more <laughs> like, I was like, I wish she wasn't here because then I could probably, then I w- don't know. I don't know what I would have done if I would have like ended up going to see him that night. It was, it was just such a connection that I was like, what the fuck just happened? Feeling really weird and guilty about it. And then- What does his name rhyme with? (laughs) (laughs) So this is fitting because this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. And this episode has so much to do with healing through therapy. Allie opens up about how going away and really zoning in on therapy really helped her deal with stress. So right now, especially, I notice that stress is showing up in all different kinds of ways, especially online. I mean, we go online and they're telling you to do more, sleep less, grind all the time, and it can be stressful. So there's this platform that I think is incredible. I really think it resonates with our audience and it's customized online therapy. This offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with a therapist. So if you don't want to see anyone on camera, you don't have to. It's also more affordable than in-person therapy. I know when I was 18, I did a lot of therapy and it became really expensive. So I had to stop. If I had had this option at 18, I think it really would have helped me. This is just like an incredible, efficient tool that saves you time and also helps you. 
So if you're dealing with any kind of grief, under eating, overeating, sleeping too much, sleeping too little, whatever it is, you have to check them out. The Skinny Confidential him and her listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash skinny. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash skinny. Betterhelp.com slash skinny. Betterhelp.com slash skinny. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash skinny. Betterhelp.com slash skinny. You probably wouldn't. You might. He's he's in a pretty big band if you're like 15, a 15 year old girl. I don't know if I should out him or not. <laughs> he's really cute, but he's really young, but he's really cute. We didn't do anything. He just saw, he's like, hey, I'm with We never cute. did anything. Oh, okay. So I can get on the plane with a drummer. No, but oh, he, I'm saying the guy no, didn't. No, this the, is good. The, we're the, establishing boundaries right now. The guy right didn't do anything I'm going to get on a plane when I get really skinny after I have the baby. I mean, listen, Ali, you're, you're, you were a little questionable there, but he didn't do anything. Right? He was like, he was well, just like, he oh, didn't oh. know I was married. I was wearing my ring and whatever. So anyway, I, I now I'm like talking to this guy and I go to, to do this other thing. I was like, a so random. I was like a judge on Miss America. <laughs> and there was another guy there who you would know that I definitely can't say. <laughs> and him and I had this like also like, like friendly, like just connected and we're having a good time. And I was even telling Cam about him. I was like, I met this guy and he's a, he's a judge and he's really sweet and I want you to meet him. And if I, if I tell more about it, people might know who he is, but, and I feel like he'd kill me. But anyways, so we, we just had this like friendship connection. Nothing, nothing happened with either of these guys, but it was all very telling. And I was like, why is this happening? And I came back to town and, you know, I'd put everything on my stories and I was trying to be like very up and up about this. And I came back to town and Cam was like, what's going on? You know, I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I feel like you were really chummy with this guy and it was all over Instagram. And then people were asking me like, why you're, and I was like, shit. And I was like, I think I just need to kind of come clean. I was like, I don't know, Cam, you know, I feel like something has shifted. And we took a walk like around our neighborhood, which he did all the time. And he was like, he said to me in the midst of this whole conversation, we're talking about all of this and trying to be really honest. He said to me, I don't even know if he will remember this, but he said, you know, maybe this isn't forever, him and I. And I was like, it was like permission. In that moment, I was like, he just gave me permission to end this marriage because he said it too and he felt it. And I always, I would always joke with him that like after our kids are grown up and out of school, you're going to leave me and whatever. And I think there was a fear about that because my parents did end up getting divorced and they never found anybody else. And then my mom died. And I was like, huh, like, I don't, I don't want to think I want to go through the rest of my life not feeling this like, like the thing I sh think we should be feeling. And then he said that. And I was like, oh, he just basically let me off the hook. So the very next day I went to my best friend's house. I like sat with her all day and I just, and I called like an emergency <laughs> therapy session with our therapist because we had been in therapy a lot. And that night we went at like eight o'clock at night, which is like not a normal therapy time. And I think Cam was expecting me to say something like, let's figure this out. And I said, I think I need to explore other things. And that was what I, that was the first thing I said. And he was like, wow. But I'll tell you, the very first thing he said to me was like, I'm really proud of you. I know how hard this decision was for you. And then, and then it proceeded to get really bad. 
for a couple months and then and then it well, it's tough. got better. I mean, it's tough. You yeah. guys built like a whole life together. Yeah. I yeah. think there's two really important parts of intimacy that it sounds like you guys were missing. And mm-hmm. the first one is is evolving together. I think yeah. that a lot of people evolve apart. Yeah. And I think that that's really hard when you have one person that's like living this life and you have another person that's living this life. It's like it's disjointed. Yeah. I also think another really important part of intimacy, and I tell Michael this all the time, is like, I think it's important for your kids to see you express intimacy. Like my dad still slaps my stepmom's ass and like he still grabs her tit at the dinner table. (laughs) And maybe this like people that are listening don't agree with me, but it's playful and it's childlike. And he puts his arm around her and he's he's touchy and he, he kisses her and like, that's the example that I have seen. And I think for with Zaza, I tell him this all the time, like she's going to emulate whatever relationship she sees, just mm-hmm. like you just said about your mom. It's mm-hmm. important for the child also to see the intimacy in and, the house. And I love that you said that because I think there is this old school mentality of like, we stay together for the kids, which is such bullshit. Such bullshit. I mean, and I was like, I am sh- and And my kids like, and then, you know, my life really fell apart. I fell into a really bad depression. That's when I lost like another 10 pounds. Like I, I, I looked like way too skinny. It was crazy. But I fell into this really bad depression. And that was just because of like, Every, the, all the changes. There was a lot of changes with Drybar, a lot of like changes with marriage. Cam wouldn't talk to me for a little while. So that was just really emotionally hard on me. My kid went to rehab, like shit hit the fan. I'll tell you more about that in a second. But I, I think I realized somewhere subconsciously even that like, this is not the right example for my children, for my boys. And it, and it, and I've learned that by talking to like my son who's 17, who went through a really hard time right after Cam and I split, that I was always angry we were always, not always fighting, but we were fighting a lot. There was not none of that, like none of that love and affection, like, which I obviously said wasn't there really from the beginning. And now my kids and they, they, how they see me with Adrian and Adrian's very affectionate and I'm very affectionate with him. And they're seeing this much, much softer side of me, this much more loving side of me, like what a relationship should be. And same thing for Adrian and his kids, like Adrian and his ex split up when his kids were like babies. So his kids are now who hadn't known their parents ever together. Like they're watching us and how affectionate we are. And we are very, very affectionate, very, very loving. And it's like, we can't, we, I couldn't not be. I like, I'm so drawn to him. We're so drawn to each other. We're always touching. And that's something that like my kids now see. And they say to me all the time, like, you're so much happier now than I've oh, ever seen you. the kids can feel the energy a hundred percent. And like, I always think about this. The relationship that my daughter sees is the relationship she's going to seek out. Period. I really believe that. I mean, I am living proof of that. Like, I think I basically, and I can't believe this, and I can't believe it like only recently in the last like couple of years hit me that I modeled my parents' relationship, which was like a really beautiful friendship. It wasn't like a real love connection at the end of the day. Like they, they, you know, they would admit that. And I did that too. Like, oh my, like what? And how did I not realize I was doing it? Because you're just so caught up in like your life and moving and, you know, and all the things that, and now I'm like, oh, this is the this is the love that I want. And What's so crazy too to me, and we talk about this a lot too with with Woo, the sex company. Like mm-hmm. people make all of this time in their calendar to like do their meditation and do their breath work and do their breakfast meetings and, and, and their workouts, and, their and, workouts and, and their meetings and 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 their reading and their whatever on their calendar. 
but there's no space in their calendar to have connection with their significant other. Or like and, intimacy even. Yeah, or intimacy. Yeah. I think that that's another thing that's so crazy to me. It's like people put such an emphasis on on work and this, it's like... Well, people think that like, that. I think because the way we model, like people take a lot of this stuff for granted and think it'll just take care of itself. Yeah. And it won't, right? Autopilot. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a bitch and you can't do that. I mean, just this past weekend, Adrian and I went out of town by ourselves and it was so nice like we didn't really do much we just like What's that like to go out of town by yourself <laughs> tell me just let me close my are, eyes how long are we in Hold this on. with these kids yeah, it's, 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 oh for a fucking Saz long is time sleeping on our face right now like <laughs> we're in how, the hotel what is oh it like God. to go out of town like it's amazing I, it's really the perk of divorce because like <laughs> you get I mean I'm sorry not I'm not pushing divorce Really, but you get time <laughs> when you don't have any children, you know? And we have any ideas. We have four children between us. So when we can, and it doesn't always work out like this. It's oftentimes like my kids will be there or his kids will be there. It's rare that like we figure it out with everybody's calendar to have like a weekend away, but we do it. And we work really hard on scheduling and scheduling time alone. Like Adrian wanted us to go away and talk about what we wanted for our marriage. And like we went to Post Ranch in a couple months ago, which is like- Beautiful tell us, No, tell us all about that right oh, now. You have to just do post, a tangent. Post Ranch in is like- they won't allow children, right? They don't allow children. Yeah. That's I fine. know, it's great. I mean, it's just this very tr- tranquil place on this on the water and it's beautiful. You have to go there. I feel like they would be really happy to have you there. I mean, we- it's so fucking expensive. I'm like, give us the least expensive room, which and then we're walking around the grounds. I'm like, oh, look at that place. I'm like, how much can that place have costed if our place cost this much? And it was like a real splurge for us, like to go and like stay in a place like that. But we we are really intentional about carving out time to be by ourselves, to just be together, to like lay in bed in the morning late, you know, like you probably remember what that was like pre-Zaza, but it's it's rare now. You I know? think that's the splurge though. Like a lot of people, you know, yeah. they'll splurge on like a bag or shoes or the car or this. And I'm like, go splurge on that stuff. It's going to be yes. way more meaningful. It really is. And it's like, it's just a reconnection thing. And, and I think that like Kim and I didn't really spend the time doing that or, you know, maybe we did and it just wasn't there. There's just, there's such unbelievable chemistry with Adrian and I, and, and we, we carve out time to just be together and to like reconnect and talk about things and get like, like Adrian always talks about like the things that most people aren't talking about, like under the table. And it's like, we need to talk about some things that we're not talking about. And that I, we don't have the time for. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're going through everything that you're going through with Cam, with divorce, it sounds like your mother passed away six years ago and your son, you said, was dealing with addiction. Like, mm-hmm. that's a lot to manage as you're running a huge well, business. As you're transitioning out of a I mean, huge yeah. business this is, this that you built. This is a lot. I can it see. It was a lot. Yeah, I, can, I mean, you, who do you even call to talk to about all this? Well, I mean, it was... So I was like spiraling and Cam, it it, it really like knocked me on my ass. Like I felt like I, this was the right thing to do. The divorce was the right thing to do. It was hard. It was a hard decision to make, you know, even though Cam was mad, he was also like in agreeance to a certain degree. And then, and then I was so busy paying attention to myself because I was spiraling into this, like kind of what became a very deep depression I wasn't paying. I mean, I, I, it's, it's hard to say, but I really wasn't paying enough attention to what was happening with my kids. I thought they were okay. And they weren't. <laughs> they really weren't. We were all fucking mess. I mean, if I, that, that point in our lives, like we were just, I mean, now we talk about it and we joke about it, which is really lovely because it was so dark. And, you know, Grant was like starting, Grant was 14 at the time and he was starting to experiment with like smoking pot and like most kids do around that age. And then it was like, 
he was just smoking pot a lot, like before school, like after school, like it was always high. And I didn't really realize it, although I'm sure it was somewhere that I knew deep down. And I remember I spoke to a psychic, which I don't really do that kind of stuff a lot. But she was like, you got to watch out for your son. And I was like, no, he's fine. Very defensive, very shut down to all of that. And then, you know, I realized like he he had a problem and he like, he was about to start this like football program and he brought like pot to this like overnight thing and they caught him with him and they were kicking him out of school. And we were like, oh God, things are getting really bad. And there was there was a lot of other things going on. And, and it, it actually ended up bringing Cam and I to close together because now we had to like go, like put our own shit aside and deal with what Grant was going through. But before that, a couple months before that, when I was going through it, I was going through, I was like, you know, I was also like trying to date (laughs) and I was not ready. And so I was like just a disaster of a human, like crying all the time, not eating, like just a, a fucking mess, like on the floor a lot, crying, like didn't know what was happening. You know, I, it was just, it was dark. And I, this is, this is like the funniest part. I don't know if you guys have had Brene Brown on, or I'm sure you're familiar with her. Well, I, I was dating this guy who turned out to be like, I mean, whatever he was, he was kind of an asshole. He was an actor in LA and it was like stupid of me, but he, he one day was like, Hey, have you ever listened to stuff by Brene Brown? And this is like four years ago. And she really has exploded since then, but she wasn't quite as like well-known. And he's like, you should listen to her stuff. She talks a lot about vulnerability, which by the way, I didn't even know what that word meant. I was like, what's vulnerability? Like I had no idea, which tells you like how closed off I was. And He tells me about her. I start like watching some of her stuff and reading some of her stuff. I'm like, this, this woman is fucking good. Holy shit. And as luck would have it, I, I went, <laughs> because I was so in my head and just so upset and like so desperate for something. And I would talk to, I would talk to any, if I had seen you on the street, I would probably have started crying when I talked to you. Cause I just was like, help me. Like I needed help and I didn't know how to get it or where to get it. And I went to, <laughs> to DM Brene Brown one day and ironically, she had DM'd me. And I was like, what? And because she's, her daughter was like a big fan of Drybar and she had DM'd me and she invited me to like a brunch and I totally missed it because I wasn't following her because you know how you don't see the ones that you're not following. And I, I immediately, and I was like excited a little bit, but I was more just excited because, oh great, maybe she'll talk to me and she'll help me. And so I did, I reached out to her And like, if you were to read the DMs, I mean, they were so like, I didn't realize the scope of who she was, but I reached out to her and I was like, I'm dying. And I feel like you really know about this stuff. Like, you know, just throwing it out there into the universe. And she responded and she really talked to me. And she was like, it was, it was so crazy. I didn't even realize how crazy it was until after the fact. And then we kind of became friends. And she was the one who told me Cause I was really like desperate and she would, she would talk to me a lot of like the only way through is through and like a lot of that stuff. And I was like, and she was the one who suggested me going to onsite, which is out in Nashville. And it's kind of like, you've probably heard of the Hoffman process. A lot of people in LA do, but this one's in Nashville, which I just felt like a calling to Nashville. I loved Nashville so much. And it's like on this, like these acres and acres of land. And she connected me to the CEO who like called me the next day after she told me about it, she's like, I, there's this place called Onsite and I really think you should go. And it's like, it basically like a seven day, they take your phone immersed in therapy. It's amazing. Wait, tell us, ex- I'm so curious about this. We've, I think we've had one person that talked about Hoffman, but tell us exactly what they And do. is this one of those places, can you speak, not speak? Is it?
So here it is, guys. Here's the morning routine. I wake up, creep out downstairs. I got my dog Slim with me, take her out. As she's doing her business, I go do my business. And that business is with Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is the absolute best. It has changed my life. And here's why. If I could only recommend one supplement, yes, just one. And we've had a lot on this show and we just did this whole wellness episode. And if you're like, I'm overwhelmed and I don't know the one thing, if I could only offer one of these supplements to you, it would definitely be Athletic Greens. It has everything you need in a single compound supplement. It's got your prebiotic, it's got your probiotic, it's got your vitamins, it's got your greens, it's got your energy. You drink it with water in the morning, which you need to do to hydrate. So many of you are dehydrated. I don't want that for you anymore. I want you to be hydrated. I want you to have your greens. I want to get those under eyes clear and bright. And I'm not joking. I take it every single morning. And it's because it's just, it's, it's part of my habit. Like I said, I wake up, I get a massive glass of water. I put athletic greens in it. I get my greens going. And here's the thing. If you're an intermittent faster, it also doesn't break the fast. Like I said, it's an incredible product. It's keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it supports better sleep and quality. Like I said, better energy, get your greens, get your vitamins, get your probiotic. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com skinny. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash skinny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance today. Athleticgreens.com slash skinny. All right. So many of you have tried the Beekeepers Naturals Be Smart Brain Fuel Shots. I cannot tell you how many of you have tagged me and mentioned the Skinny Confidential podcast on Instagram and said that you have been trying these shots. They are like liquid Adderall. I'm just saying. I am telling you, if you want more focus, if you want to stay energized, you've got to try these shots. There is royal jelly in them. Google the benefits of royal jelly. It will blow your mind. I'm serious. The benefits are insane. It's highly nutritious and it has antibacterial, antioxidant, and anti-inflammatory properties. So what I do is I do a little shot. It's like a little glass vial. It tastes delicious. I like to swish it around in my mouth. I also notice it helps with my throat during allergy season. So it's like soothes my throat if it's scratchy or uncomfortable. And most of all, it gives me energy. I like to take mine around the time that I crash if I'm drinking coffee. So around like 2 p.m., it really goes to work. I could not believe when we had the founder Carly on our podcast and she told us all the different things that bees medicine can do. Their products contain vitamin B, vitamin C, zinc, and over 300 beneficial compounds and minerals that are amazing for the immune system. It's really crazy how medicinal bees are. Of course, their products are certified keto, certified paleo, gluten-free, and natural. There's no fillers, alcohol, gluten, GMOs, pesticides, or refined sugars. I like to do one of their shots midday. I'm telling you, it gives you a kick in the ass. And today, Beekeepers Naturals is offering you an exclusive offer. You are going to go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash skinny or enter code skinny to get 25% off your first order. That's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com slash skinny or enter code skinny. Start feeling better every day today. You basically go in, you're in a cabin with a stranger. It's like kind of like summer camp for therapy. And you are, you put into groups. It's called the living program. And they have a couple of different 
programs. And I'm actually now on the board because I fell so in love with this amazing, amazing place. And a lot of people have gone, especially in Nashville, a lot of artists have go to this. And, you know, it's really a place where you are, when I went there, I think there's like 40 to 60 people there and they break everybody up into groups of like seven or eight. And you go into these, you're, you're in with these strangers that you don't know. You're talking about your shit. They're talking about their shit, which is really cathartic in and of itself. Because when you hear what somebody else is going through, you're like, oh, shit. And it, like, there's empathy and you're like, maybe it's not so bad. And I mean, I was like going through a divorce and having a really hard time, but there was like parents who'd lost children and there was people who were like incest survivors. I mean, really heavy shit where I almost felt a little like, I don't know that like my stuff is that bad compared to like what these people are going through. And at that point, my son hadn't gone completely off the rails yet, but it's, it's like a very immersive therapy program where it's pretty amazing that they take your phone too. I mean, you could go and get it if like you really throw a fit, but like the idea is like to completely unplug from the outside world and be very immersed in this. And, and it's on this beautiful, like seven acres in Nashville. You're like surrounded by horses. You're, you, you become really close with all of these people and it's, and it's, and the, the food is really good. And, you just like unplug and deal with your shit and you do it for six days in a row. And and it was like life-changing for me. I mean, I loved everything about it. And so what do you think the big, what do you, what's the biggest thing you noticed when you came out of it compared to when you went in? Well, I came out of it. I was like, I didn't want to be on my phone anymore. And I remember being at the airport and everybody's like on their phone, head down. And I was like, get off your phones, like talk to each other. I mean, that was like a big thing that I felt like we're so, I mean, that's obviously like dissipated for me, but I felt like we're so we're so tethered to our devices. And I really hated that when I came out because I wanted to connect with people because that was so much what it was. It was like connecting. And and it was just honestly a small step in my journey, but a really important one that like really changed things and helped like set me on a path. And while I was at onsite, my dad came out to be with my kids and, and my son was like going crazy. And and then I came back from onsite in, in a much better place. And then I realized like I needed to start paying attention to what was going on with Grant. Then he went into treatment <laughs> for what would end up being almost two years wow. away. You know, it's interesting that this is on a completely different scale and not nearly the same kind of process. But one of the things I think about all the time now, obviously we operate out of here in this office in, in LA sometimes, but we're primarily living in Austin. Yeah. And I think the biggest impact of moving to Austin, it's not that it's like LA's this or Austin's that. It was just breaking a pattern. Mm. It's like, you can be in this city for so long, head down in this concrete jungle, technology everywhere, like running yeah. the rat race of how LA operates. But then you break that pattern and you go somewhere else, you know, pretty like regularly. Yeah. And it's just that breaking of the pattern and seeing like, oh, there's a different way of life and a different way to live. Not saying yeah. one's better. It's right. so helpful because you're like, oh, okay. It's like not, this is not like the lifting only your head. Yes, yeah. exa- that's a good way to put it. It's like lifting your head out of whatever scenario and, you're in. You know, we've started spending a lot of time in Ojai, which I like now I like, I'm trying to manifest it. Like I want to buy a second house in Ojai. Like it's the market is so ridiculous right now. I don't think it's happening quite yet, but you know, we're, we're figuring it out and we're spending a lot of time in, the, in Ojai. And exactly to your point, it's nice to just get away from LA. It's only an hour and a half drive and just like have some like peace and relaxation. You start you know? to think this is the only yeah. world that exists around yeah. you. And I think like breaking that and being like, oh, that's only like a, a small segment of what's actually going on in yep. the world. Yeah. So it did all end well with your son. You said you yeah. put him in treatment for two years. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to put him in treatment for two years. It but that's tur- how it panned out. It, it panned out that he just kind of, he needed more help. And it was like a lot of stuff, like weird stuff from childhood. And it was, it got really like, it wasn't, it wasn't the divorce. It was a lot of other things. He also had really bad acne, ironically. And I think that that really fucked with him as a kid. And there was a lot of things, like a lot of things that had happened 
you know, I was away a lot when we could, we started drive bar when my kids were like two and four, you know, and there was a lot of things that like surfaced that he needed help with. And he's like, the, he's he's the most evolved 17 year old you'll you'll ever meet. And he's way more evolved than most adults I know. I mean, he knows he's, he has like self-awareness, like you can't believe. And so, yeah, he came home right before he's in 11th grade. Now he came home right at the beginning of like, or somewhere around 10, in the middle of 10th grade, which was like a pandemic. So he didn't even end up going back to school. So his like whole high school experience has been kind of odd. But That is so fucked with the whole high yeah. school. I mean, I can't even imagine that being that. in high school. Like, yeah, it was some rough. of the best years. You I know. know. It, he, you know, and I feel like I got gypped because he was away from me for two years. Now he's 17 and he's going to leave the house probably in a year. And But he's been sober for two years and, he's, and he's really evolved. And, and like Adrian's been a really good influence on him because Adrian's also sober. And so like, you know, and, and Cam, I'm sober now. Like <laughs> I am surrounded by a lot of addiction. That's a lot of sober. Everyone's yeah, sober around everyone's sober. You. So I don't like really drink. I mean, I think I, first of all, I'm not like a big drinker in general. I never really love drinking, but also I'm like my kid, my, my fiance, soon to be husband. Like, I'm like, I just, it's just like an interesting thing that I ended up around a lot of addiction. Yeah. But that's cool that you don't, you're not a big drinker and you're surrounded by that. Yeah. So Let's talk about now, where you are now. now. You're in such a good place now. Yeah. You're glowing. You look beautiful. How has things changed? What's your What's your life like now? Well, I'm. So I met. It's funny because the Dear Media, you guys are in a different spot than you were when I used to record here. I think you were one of our first, like, ten or twelve. Yeah. Yeah, because I used to be with my brother, and then for a little while with Adrian. But I have I have so many like weird memories that come flashing back, and one of them was when we were doing Raising the Bar, one of our guests was this woman named Talia Goldstein, who's the founder of The Three Day Rule. And she's the one, I mean, she came on the podcast because it kind of reminded me what you were saying before, how we prioritize our, you know, all these different meetings and different people in our lives, but we don't prioritize, you know, when you're looking for love. And she was like, that was her point. She's like, if you you hire a nutritionist and you hire all these people, like hire a matchmaker. And so she came on the show, I had been dating and I was like, okay, I'm going to hire you guys. And so I hired them and they introduced me to Adrian. Oh my God. And it all happened at Dear Media. Well, see, we do more than just produce podcasts. (laughs) Wait, does does she have a service that people can reach out to? It's called the three-day rule. The three-day rule. Yeah. And that's how you met him. And on the first date, did you like him right away? Well, yeah. So they, they, they set you up with three people potentially. I mean, Talia was like pretty adamant about like finding me somebody after. And if you go back and listen to that episode, it's pretty great. Cause I was like, I'm dating and it sucks and the apps suck and I'm never going to find anybody. And these guys are like not the right guys. And I was looking for a pretty specific, like strong, somebody who could like handle who I was, my success and all that, which I wasn't finding on the dating apps. It's quiet confidence. It's, well, listen, yeah. th- this is, yeah. you, I mean, I mean this in the, in the nicest way possible. Like you are a lot, like my wife are a lot to handle for a lot of men, right? Like it's just like, I am. No, no, I know that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sugarcoating it. You don't think I'm it. easy? No, I just mean like, I'm sorry, you would be so bored with easy. When it's like attractive, women, attractive yeah. women, established, professional, built massive businesses, massive personalities. No, yeah. like that's a lot. It's not for, for everybody. It, yeah. yeah. No, I, like, <laughs> fucking yeah. tell me about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you and Adrian would yeah. get along really well. Um, but yeah, and so, I was looking for a very specific type and she's like, let me, let me find this for you. And so he was my third date and we had a phone call. He called me, which I was like, you're calling me. Let's just like text. What are you doing? And he called me out of the blue and we ended up having like, we got on the phone at like 10 o'clock 
on a Friday night and spoke until like five in the morning. Like it was something crazy like that. He's, uh, I've met him because yeah. we did the interview. Yeah. He's, he's very this. Intentional. He, no, he, yeah, I can tell. He's very like, he, I'm not surprised you guys spoke that long. Listen, I could get, I could get lost in Adrian. He's, he's, a, he's, <laughs> a he's really, he's, a, he's brilliant. And he's so, he's so interesting to talk yeah. to. And we were both at the points in our lives where like he loved and he loves, he loves my big personality. He's so similar to you guys. He loves my big personality. He loves that I'm fucking crazy and that he I'm like all it. over. He embraces it yep. and he becomes this like soft place to land, which by the way, he said to me in that first conversation, like he had me figure it out pretty, pretty quickly, but he had said all these things that I was like, oh my God, you're right. Like, that's exactly what I need. And so we had this phone call. I knew what he looked like from pictures, but then I was traveling, I was going away. And then I came back a couple of days later, he picked me up from the airport, which everybody thought was so weird and crazy. And I was like, our schedules are bananas. Like, that's a great idea. Pick me up from the airport. We went out to dinner. And even like when I first got in the car, he put his hand on my leg and I was like, what? You're put, like, what are you doing? You know, he was just so confident and I was so attracted to him and drawn to it. And then we went to like a long dinner. He told me about all his shit and that he was an alcoholic and he was sober and like the demise of his marriage, which was a lot. And I was like, Oh my God. Like my jaw was on the ground. I was like, I can't believe you're telling me all this. And he was like, I just want you to know who I am and what from the get-go. Cause we, we knew there was like a connection. We knew that we really liked each other just from that first phone call. And like, and then we ended up like texting and talking for the next three days. And I sent him a bunch I mean, of Taylor listen, Swift songs. Five in the morning. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so there was the thing there. And he was like, I just want you to know from the jump, this is who I am. This is what I've been through. And I was like, I had just kind of come out of this and my son was in rehab. And I was like, really? You know, but then I was like, okay, I, I love that you told me this and you were really honest and upfront with me. And we just like spilled everything that first night. And then it was like kind of, we were together ever since. And we dated for like, I mean, I think we were dating for two weeks when he told me he loved me. And he was like, I just feel like I've loved you since the moment I've met you. And that's just the truth, you know? And then it was, you know. You know what's crazy? What's up? You used to wake up every morning and kiss me. Uh-huh. And now what do you do? Look at my whoop probably. Anyways, guys, I'm looking at this right now. I spent eight hours Ugh. and eight minutes in bed last night to sleep. My efficiency was 94%. I got two hours and 20 minutes of REM sleep and two hours and 15 minutes of SWS deep sleep. So I am on fire. I am buzzing, Lauren. I'm firing on all cylinders. You know what's crazy, you guys? I have to hear these stats every single day from his whoop. It is the most obnoxious thing, but I will say he's he's manipulated me into looking at my whoop too. Lauren, what does that recovery say to you? Oh my God, you guys what does it say? Stats what does it say? does it say? 90% guys, 90% recovered today. All right. Whoop, it isn't just another fitness wearable. It's designed to provide personalized and actionable data based on your body. So what I have learned is that sleep is one of the most important things you can do to improve recovery, boost your immune system, and make fitness improvements. So they have this thing on Whoop that's a sleep coach, and it analyzes my sleep, immune system, and makes fitness improvements. This is so amazing if you're someone who is very data-based, to be able to go to sleep and wake up and have it analyze everything about the duration, quality, efficiency, and consistency of your sleep every single night is absolutely amazing. You know, if you followed the Skinny Confidential for a long time, that I refuse to be woken up by cortisol. And this gentle little vibration just wakes you up in a less jarring way than an annoying audio alarm. There's nothing worse. This helps minimize disruptions for your partner or for yourself. 
So as you can see, Michael and I are very much into the Whoop stats. You're going to go to Whoop.com. That's W-H-O-O-P.com and use code SKINNY at checkout and you save 15%. This is one of those things that I feel like if you live with someone, you should also get one for them too. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Whoop.com. Use code SKINNY at checkout to save 15% today. And now you guys are getting married getting on married. May 21st. Yes, we're getting married. And so it's been an interesting transition because I think that when I met him, I was still coming out of my stuff. My son was still in rehab. And so there was a lot to handle be up and, you know, be above and beyond like normal Allie. It was like <laughs> Allie fucking still climbing out of the depression Allie. So <laughs> it, was, it was rough. And like, God bless him. He's so patient. And he so works on himself so much that he was like really able to be there for me. And we, someone just asked us that the other day and it was like, it was rough. That first year we were together was rough and it was right in the pandemic. So we ended up moving in with each other like five months after we met, which was a little bit soon, but- But like you guys all, we knew. you both saw each other kind of at like at the worst moments yeah. in the pandemic. So we did. What advice would you give to our audience who's going through divorce right now or about to go or, through or divorce? Or maybe a, a rocky relationship or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think a lot of it's like allowing yourself to go through what you need to go through. And I think that was a hard lesson for me to learn. And it really was like, it became this like joke with my friends of like, the only way through is through and the only way out is out. And like, you have to go through the mud. And I, I the visual that always comes back to me is like, I think it's the lotus flower like grows out through mud, you know, which was like, kind of sounds like woo woo, but it was like, I, you, you kind of have to like, let yourself go where you need to go. And like, fall apart to rebuild. I mean, that was what I did. You've rebuilt. You are, how, how what is your position called at Canopy? You're like president of the company. President of the company. Yeah. Which is incredible. You sold Drybar, which was so successful. You're yeah. working on Beckett and Quill jewelry, which you're wearing a lot of it right yes, now. Yes. I'm, if you guys are going to look at something, I'm a huge fan of the pearl necklace that you guys yes, have. And Michael, that. not that pearl necklace. I'm talking about a real pearl necklace. Well, I have from, to work on my intimacy now. So maybe, pearl, maybe a pearl necklace from <laughs> yeah, me is also You know future. what? If your intimacy isn't functioning at a level 10 for the next two weeks after this podcast, I'm just going to turn it on and turn it up. fucking book report um, after this episode. But I, I love that necklace. Maybe we can do a little giveaway. Yeah, I'd love if, to. Is that okay? Yeah, totally. We should do that and give away a canopy. A canopy. Well, and also just to talk about canopy for a second, you know, when I started talking to the founders of that and I got really, like I said, interested interested and excited about, you know, what it does for your skin, what it does for your scalp. I feel like my hair got better as a result, like the hydration. Like, Everyone needs a humidifier. Everyone needs a, I, I, I don't care if you're a guy either. Yeah. Taylor, like you need one. Michael needs one. Everybody needs that one. That was the Everybody same conclusion. One. Like when we came, obviously we came involved early as well with through Jeremy and Skinny Confidential. It was just like, this is such a no brainer, but I think that all the brands before one, they just, they didn't get, the, like, it was just like, hey, hydrate. Like, it was like, yeah. they didn't go granular and be like, here's why and here's what. And this is well, what. And it's fascinating to me. Like the more people I talked to about it, I was just talking to like a beauty, a big beauty writer. And she was like, she was teaching me a lot. Now I'm so fascinated. I'm sure I know you I'm are. Obsessed. Like the bioderm and what actually penetrates in your skin and what doesn't. And just like, it's all really fascinating to me. And I also was like, when they first told me about it, I was like, 
wait, I don't think I want humidity in my room because of my hair. My hair gets really curly really easily. And they're, they're like, no, no, no. It's evaporated moisture, which was a term I'd never heard in my life because from this the humid, yep. from canopy doesn't, there's no like, there's no like there's there's water smoke. Hanging there's, off your water. there's no leakage. And also yeah. it's so chic. There's one in white. And then you can also get the Skinny Confidential one that I did a co-brand with them. It was such a seamless co-brand. They totally got the vision. And they love you. And that was a big part of it for me too. It was like, they, they were telling me about it and they're like, we just did this collab. Lauren, I swear to God, it was the day your fucking collab launched that I had this conversation with them. I was like, wait a second. Good time. I had, it was cool, so weird. I had seen well, like your you're post. because you part of Skinny Confidential too. I mean, that's like so that's It was so serendipitous. It, was, it like really freaked me out because that morning you had done a post about it. It had launched that day. And that afternoon I had a phone call with Justin, my first phone call. And he was like, oh, we just launched the Skinny Confidential. And I was like, wait a second. I know what you're talking about. I saw Lauren posted that today. That's I was like, shut up. This is the same thing. And then you guys were investors. And I was like, I... Like that just made me feel good about it too. Cause you know, Love you it. want other people to believe in it. And yeah, that, yeah, so it was all like, it came together. So interesting. Well, you know I eat, live, breathe, sleep this humidifier. You so. know, the other Love thing it. too is like, obviously I care about skin, but we've had, we have all sorts of health experts. There was a guy on here yeah. yesterday, Shervine, and he was saying, he has this big company, Symbiotica. And he was saying, I was asking like, what are some of the biggest things people can do to take care of their health? He's like, so many people lack magnesium, but other than that, like we're all running around completely dehydrated. Yeah. I and mean, if you think about it at night, Hand you me that to, water next to you. You go to sleep. <laughs> I know, I'm like, shit. Water. And it's one of the most dehydrating events mm. of the day when you sleep, you lose all this water and that's why you have to replenish every morning. Yeah. If you sleep with one of these as well, you're going to sleep better, feel better, get hydrated. So that's just like one little thing. I am thing. just all yeah, about efficiency and to be able to plump my skin and keep my hair nice and, and do all these things for allergies while I sleep just feels so efficient. I know, it really is. I mean, it's, it's like I said, I just, I kept get, getting blown away and blown away the more I learned about how great this was. And I've heard that from like a lot of people too. And experts are like, we're, we're not hydrated enough. And it's like, I think you're supposed to drink half your body weight in ounces in water a day, which is like a lot. It's a, it's hard to do that. Fuck your husband, drink this much water, <laughs> make sure your hair looks nice, run a business, raise a kid. It's just like, but they say, God, I mean, like, just hydr- like you can't <laughs> eat your protein. No oh my God. Protein. But you, can't, you can't do any of that efficiently if you're dehydrated. And I oh, really okay. like, it's, it's impossible. Good, good, good yeah, totally. Um, so by the way, I'm do sad that you guys didn't bring Zaza. I really want to meet that child. She's the cutest human. I mean, those eyes. Thank you. I love that kid. I want to meet her so bad. You can meet me. her. I, I want can't to meet even her. see out of these things. I mean, her she's eyes. Sassy. She's so cute. Thank you. She's That's nice. so cute. I remember when she was born. I was like, this is the, this is a very cute child. I tell those her she big has eyes. a great personality. What's that? I tell her she's a great personality. <laughs> Good. If karma's real, I'm in a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> she's really, I mean, I don't know her person. I don't know her. I've not met her, but I've just, you I gotta just meet watch her, her before she's 12 because we're moving to all country. You got to meet her. Her latest <laughs> is she's singing, um, she's singing John Denver songs when, when I left the hotel. That's, she sings all these songs that Michael plays for her. It's really cute. It's really, I mean, it's just watching you guys, like your relationship with it's her is so sweet. She's like a little, it's literally like a mini you. It's just so oh, cute. Oh, she's a mini me. Oh, he well, doesn't like that. He wants sorry. to. So no, no, I, I, mean, I think. I don't want to. It's fine. It's perfect. Look out! Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you probably aren't saying what you're having. We now. haven't told oh, you, anyone yet. Yeah, we didn't. We haven't told anyone. We just like. I feel like, and you can relate to this. When you're on a plug, public platform, yeah. like it's so nice sometimes to just have little pieces that, that are, are to you. yourself. Yeah. yeah. 
And so sometimes like we'll just like strategize and be like, okay, I don't think the whole like world needs yeah, to know yeah, this. Yeah. And the gender is just something we Yeah, we like we're having anyone. we're having Dr. Daryl um Joffrey on the show from Get Off My Ass. It's this green thing around. We're gonna talk about a stool sample I sent in for uh for my gut. <laughs> yeah, like for my gut I did that too. So, so I'm like, listen, you know, yeah, like, you know, like, like let's we, keep something yeah, to let's ourselves. Keep some, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we haven't told anyone, but you can guess. Well I gotta keep a straight face. I don't know. No, I mean, I hope you're having a boy. Do you love having boys? Love it. It's a love affair. I heard it's really good for the mom. It is. And and it's, it is, it is. I mean, listen, I always wanted a girl. Maybe that's why like I'm so obsessed with Zaza because I'm like, I just, I love Do you want a girl. babysit? <laughs> I'll drop her off. No. Um, <laughs> and now I have like, you know, Adrian has a little girl, but she's such a tomboy that like, but she's coming around and she's really What's sweet. the youngest of all the four she's, children? She's five. Okay. Yeah. So, so oh, you're, that's you're, fine. Oh, you're yeah. back in it. You're, you're, oh, you're, you're I'm back, back in it. In it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that's a whole other God podcast. We should talk about blending families. That's a whole other podcast. That's a very interesting subject. You'd need Adrian on for that one. That would that would be an interesting subject. Yeah, I'd have to be edited a bit. That's no, we don't edit. You don't need to be edited. I would. I would have to be. Also, you need to talk about that in your book. I will. Your book's coming out when? Next year, next like March ish. I can't wait to read it. I loved your first book. Let's do a giveaway. What yes. can, can we give away? The necklace that I like from yeah. Beck and Quill. We could give away the pearl necklace. We could give away a canopy. Done. You know? I'm in. Let's do a giveaway, the pearl necklace from Beckett and Quill and a Skinny Confidential Canopy humidifier. Amazing. All you guys have to do is follow at Get Canopy on Instagram and at Beckett and Quill. Yes, it's get.canopy. Get.canopy. And then tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest post at Lauren Bostick. And I think this is one of the best giveaways we've ever done. Like, this is a good one. Everybody good needs one. this. This is like also my mission is like every person in the world should have a humidifier, which I know sounds really lofty, but it's true. It's true. Yeah. Get a humidifier. Get a humidifier. Ali Webb, always fucking crushing it. Where can everyone <laughs> find you? Probably just Ali Webb on Instagram. My Everybody keeps telling me I need a website. Do you have a website? Like you do. I have the skinnyconfidential.com. You do, right? Yeah. And you, but you, you still blog and put stuff, right? Yeah, but you could do a splash page. I know. I need to do something I'll like tell that. you off. I feel like you need like a resume page. I'll tell you what I think. Okay. That'd be, that'd be yeah, good. Like you need like a splash page. Your resume will just be like 18 pages long. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, do I start a newsletter? Like, what do I do? That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be really so cool. So I'm exploring that. You can help me. Allie Webb, come back anytime. Blended families, maybe after the book comes out. Yeah, we could do like a me and Adrian for some. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on. Fun. I mean, I can't believe it's so weird to me that it's been 400. I mean, just because we've had some reaction. Go you know. listen to That's episode 60 and yeah. go see how the evolution has happened. I think that you're giving women a lot of power in the relationship. This conversation was empowering. It's like going to keep Michael on his toes. Yeah, it's good. Okay. I love conversations I like, like this because it's like a subtle manipulation. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you guys are yeah. awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to enter this week's giveaway. All you have to do is make sure you're following at Allie Webb on Instagram and then tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick. Next week, we are coming at you with another fire episode. I think you're going to love it. It's one that you've been asking for for a while. With that, I'll see you next time. This episode is brought to you by Feel Free. Many of you are messaging me about the plant-based tincture Feel Free. A lot of you guys are loving it. It is amazing. It's like euphoric vibes. I cannot wait to take it when I'm not pregnant. I would recommend starting with a tiny sip. Before I was pregnant, I like to do half a bottle twice a week, but I definitely started out with a sip. 
It tastes kind of pineapple-y. I like the taste. It's good. And it has kava root in it, okay? Obviously, do your own research. Go on the site. Check it out. It's Botanic Tonics, and you can use code SKINNY40 for 40% off. 40% off is like our biggest offer. A lot of people are messaging me that they love this. Like I said, start off with a tiny sip. It is a plant-based tincture. It's an herbal supplement, so you don't want to overload at first. And it's so great if you want to like go on a walk, look at nature, maybe get some work done, do a workout. I can't wait. I'm just like dreaming about it after I have the baby. Anyways, use code SKINNY40 for 40% off at BotanicTonics.com. All right, let's get into the show. <laughs> 